Welcome to Thriving the Future podcast, where we're finding positive solutions to thrive in the tough times ahead. Why crypto? Okay, welcome back to Thriving the Future. This week, we are talking about why crypto. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about value. Value, crypto. Oh, that's not private messages on Telegram or Signal? (laughs) We're going to talk about how you can use crypto in your small community. And then we're going to talk a little bit about uh, hodling. Hodling's chumps game. Yeah, and the central bank digital currencies. So first, let's talk about, we're talking about cryptocurrency. Includes Bitcoin and the other and the other possible coins, but it also includes you can create your own coin. Sure, anybody can. Right, but people don't know that. The average person doesn't know you can create your own coin. Too bad. That's kind of why the coddling game's a chump's game. One of the main <laughs> rules: you can create your own. Everybody's always creating their own, and people are following it. Like no, yeah, so let's do let's uh, let's do coddling first, right? Let's back up a little bit farther okay. and, and cover a currency and money, right? Because that's oh, what we're talking yes. about, okay. right? Good, yeah. And we need we why, why do we even need money or right. a currency? And that comes down to humans at a base level are always sharing or giving goods, services, and value to one another. Sure. And then because they believe that in fairness and justice they feel that there needs to be a way to recompense or pay that back right because you feel indebted to a person who does stuff for you or or trades stuff with you or gives you something right Right. so you're gonna give me some eggs from your chicken today and i'm gonna come turn your compost pile right Mm -hmm. that that helps me and you right or i give you some eggs and you give me some tomatoes or squash, right? Because I can't right. grow squash. We talk about that all the time. Right. But that's just me and you. Mm-hmm. When you want to go do something with one of our other friends, you know, Steve or Ken right, or right. somebody, right? You have to create another deal with them. And let's say I did one extra thing, like I turned a compost pile and I split some wood. Mm-hmm. You have no way to get anything from Steve for that, right? Okay. You have no way to get me to go chop wood or turn Steve's compost pile mm-hmm. or uh, Ken's compost pile, wouldn't it? Sorry. Yeah. Right. Uh, but the idea is there, right? Money, therefore, symbolizes that value, good, or service in a way that you can give it to Steve and Steve can come get me to chop his wood and or give it to Ken and Ken can get me to come turn his compost pile mm-hmm. because I can bring it back and give it to you for eggs. Right. And if you don't want to trust, right, there are there, there are examples of faith communities where you just trust that I'm doing this for the community. Sure. And we, we, we just do stuff for one another. Mm-hmm. There are some even non-faith communities that have done it. They're very, very small. Right. The communists tried to do it on a really, really big scale, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and they got everybody to buy in. By changing the rules and defining fair differently, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And taking all the forms of, basically all the forms of capital. Right. Through some control and mechanisms that they got because they made the money. Mm-hmm. But even they had a pool of goods and resources, oil, gold, 
weapons, guns, bullets, and bombs sure. for international trade outside of their pooled group. Right. So as a local community, you need a form of money to do business with the outside. Even if you're going to be one of these faith-based groups or you're mm-hmm. going to be one of these small groups where we live like family or, right? Right. Whatever your idea is. And we don't live like family, by the way. <laughs> we don't fight enough? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be. We're actually nicer than family. <laughs> don't jinx it. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I couldn't resist. No, you're fine. Um, yeah. Th- that's something that we're going to have to tackle at some point. How do you live in a tighter knit community and not kill each other, right? I mean, mm-hmm. and and we're going to have to maybe try that or something so we can figure that one out because I don't have all the answers. Anyway, well, sorry, uh, Paul, back to the Paul topic. Wheaton wrote an interesting book about that, so, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We could discuss that sometime. Yeah. Sure. Um, so, anything from the eight forms of capital right. can be a good, a service, or the money. Mm-hmm. And then it would become the financial capital. But that's there, right? Sure. Um, but he who controls the source, flow, and supply of that money has the most influence of what happens in the community. Mm-hmm. And they can charge people for its use or usury. Right. It's cost of use. That being able to control how it's used, when it's used, how much of it is used, whether or not you're in inflation or deflation and all that, gives you what most people would call power. And we currently operate in a system where that is, right? Mm -hmm. So in 2007, 2008, the Bitcoin white paper comes out. Right. And, And its idea is... Peer-to-peer electronic cash. Peer-to-peer means one person to another of equals. Mm -hmm. And it's removing that person who's charging the usury, controlling the source, flow, and supply of money. So that was 2007, right? Yeah, 2007, 2008. I can't remember exact. Uh, Halloween, 2008. Yeah. But 2007 is when the iPhone came out. Sure. Right? The Android comes out 2008, first one. Mm -hmm. You are looking at a world where we do not have Visa, MasterCard, and those working at a level for person to person. You know, you wrote some software, I want to give you $5. That eats the whole fee for me having a Visa account. Right. Or I get like a dollar out of it, right? Mm -hmm. It takes me more into banking fees, you know, and everybody's... And I don't have any of my money. Sure. So we can't do those. So they wanted a way to do that. And they wanted a way to do it over the internet. And they wanted it to be easier. And the best way to do that is to remove all these middlemen that are charging us for using the currency. Mm-hmm. That's what Bitcoin is. It's what it's supposed to have been. Right. People have come in with their ideas of fairness, their ideas of greed, their ideas of get rich quick. Their confused ideas about what money is for, their desire to control the source, flow, and supply, which is what HODL is. 
Sure. If we huddle this and certain certain amount of these coins are not being used, yeah. then the value has to go up. So I get to try and play control of inflation, deflation. He with the biggest pool offline right. gets to call the game, right? Yeah. So let's let's define that real quick for some people who might not know. So HODL is H-O-D-L, means um, hold on for dear life. Well, that's one of the things that it became. It was It was a mistype originally. Yeah, I know. It was supposed but, to be hold. <laughs> right. And somebody was drunk. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel for that person as a person with dyslexia, inability to type, and inability to correct my uh, chats. Yeah, I, feel, I, feel, I feel sorry for him because he was drunk and it became a, it became a long-lasting meme. But So basically, HODL is, and you hear this all the time, oh, yeah, I bought Bitcoin was when it was 30K, or some people brag about how they bought it when it was a dollar or $10 or something, and now it's up to... Today it was up to forty four k, so on Yay. the on the exchange, right? Exchange for what? E- exchange for fiat. The one that's controlled and costs, and there's a usury fee. Yeah. So I'm gonna hold a currency that is peer to peer. Me and you agreeing that we want money and a currency to conduct and share our goods and values in a fair way that doesn't have a middleman, I'm going to trade it for money that only works with a middleman? But this is the problem with HODL is that what what do you think the percentage of people that are only HODLing, that are speculating Bitcoin and they're no not? No one is just HODLing. What? Unless they're a real fool. There's probably 75% of the people who have Bitcoin are HODLing and not trading it. Everybody's waiting for their price target. Correct. They're trying to get the price. They're trying to get everybody else to hodl so that the price can go high so that right. they can dump and get out. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't really want Bitcoin. Yeah. They don't want a peer-to-peer electronic cash. They want that's, another stock market. Yeah, that's my point. Where they can play. They're speculating. Right. They're not even speculating. They are trying to get rich quick. Mm-hmm. They are trying to get rich and they are trying to con their fellow man. Right. They do not get what this is for. Sure. They and can't to, they can't drop the power game. Right. And to put this in perspective, into the fall, Bitcoin went up to 65k, right? Okay. And then it dropped down to 30. It was right at 30. So you've lost 50% and all of those people were still saying it's going to come back up. I'm going to hold on forever. I'm never going to sell and all this other stuff. Now, nobody in their right mind in trading would take a 50% loss and not get out. You you have a stop loss in there and you get the heck out after it goes down a certain amount. Real traders, the banks trading in Bitcoin now, the the stock market's trading in Bitcoin, all you know, these trader guys, right? Right. They're not hodling. They're day trading and they're short time trading or whatever it is, swing trading when it's a few days, right? And then they get out. Why are you still holding it? <laughs> that's the definition of being an idiot. So, well, sorry, I just offended a whole bunch of you, but that's the way it is. If you were at 66 and you didn't get out and you're now at 30 and you think it's going to go back up, but it went to 44. I got a text today. It's back up to 44. Who texts you this stuff? Don't tell me. Yeah, just, don't just, worry. Don't, I don't want to yeah, know. One of my friends. I don't even follow the prices as we... Yeah, I know. As everybody, everybody's always laughing about the fact I don't follow it. I understand the technical right. stuff. I want to use it because as a currency. Because it's not supposed to be used for speculation. I don't even want to use it for speculation. Right. I'm saying it's not supposed to be used for speculation. Right. 
That's not the purpose. I, I, in the, I, I in wanted the, the I wanted white the peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash exactly. like in the white paper. I want a way out of the somebody influencing, Correct. controlling, and taking power over it. I want a system where my going and buying a hot dog is not based in enslaving my brother. Mm -hmm. And I don't want it enslaving my enemy either. Sure. And that's where we're stuck. Well, and plus you get those intermediaries out of the way in the middle, right? Right. You get the MasterCard out of the way. You get those other guys out of the way. Well, they're the, they're the, they're the ones that are enslaving my brother. And there are corporations in the consumerist mindset. We talked about ditching the consumer mindset a while back, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is for is, is tempting and playing on the weaknesses of my brother, my enemy, and other people to get them to get farther in debt, further enslaved to this system, so that they can leech just a little bit of energy, a little sure. bit of money off the top of that over and over and over. Okay, but we so are back to uh, back to using it as peer to peer as a currency, as a, a vehicle of trade. Right. right. So this peer-to-peer -peer part is very, very important. Mm -hmm. If you are, if you're holding coins, if you're running a miner, if you're running a node, if you're doing those things, you are sh signaling participation in a community. Right. And a community of peers. That means you share at least one value with these people. Hmm. Okay. But we're not do we're not we're not sh we're not giving sharing goods and services and that we just hold the value that eventually peer to peer electronic cash would be good. Sure. And we need to change that. We need to change that because there's a new system coming. Mm-hmm. The central banks watched Bitcoin and the other cryptocurrencies be birthed. Right. And they said, Ooh. We get more power. Our time is because, come. Because we can have more control over who spends it, when they spend it, where they use it, and how they save it. Right. If you even get to save it. I think we've kind of covered almost everything. But money is about covering food, shelter, water, sustenance level things, entertainment, and sociability, right? Mm -hmm. We aren't doing that with cryptocurrencies yet. If we are going to make this a way out of that control, because control, freedom is the ability to choose. Mm -hmm. And in money, it's ability to choose where you're going to spend it, where you're going to use it, if you're going to save it. Right. Right. And if people are going to take that away, they are talking about enslaving you mm -hmm. at a deeper level. Right. We're talking about more control. Mm -hmm. When you are controlled, you don't have a choice in whether you're surviving sure. or you're thriving, whether you're moving to thriving or any of that. And this whole, this whole podcast is about how to thrive or be transitioning towards being a thriver, mm -hmm. right? And this is a threat. Now, you, you, you could, I've heard people talk about stacking paper dollar bills. Right in twenties and fives and tens and hundreds, right? Sure. And we'll just continue to use that as money. Okay, you can. There's a reason people don't use good gold and silver right now. Mm -hmm. It doesn't fit in their cell phone. It weighs a lot more than that little plastic card. Mm -hmm. The convenience and use factor of paying with your cell phone or paying with that little plastic card outweighs all the trouble of storing. 
in a safe, protecting, all those things, right? That physical good. So you, you could do that and it probably work for your little community, but when you start going intercommunity, right, it's not. And there are so few people that want to be free right now. The one thing nobody wants to do is make decisions for themselves. They are surrendering that right, left, and center. They don't, they just take whatever Netflix recommends they watch, whatever mm-hmm. Amazon mm-hmm. recommends they watch, whatever Facebook puts in their feed. Sure. Anyone trying to look or get out of those systems wants to thrive. And those are the people we need to get. Mm-hmm. And we need to get them before they are so locked down and enslaved, they're stuck. Because the more people that get enslaved that want out, the bigger our potential for thriving is yep. if we get them in the right place. But if we don't, they have to start from ground zero. And it's harder and harder to start when you start with just the clothes on your back. Sure. So why the urgency? We talked a little bit about central bank digital currencies. This is March 2022. We're right at the end of the month, right? We have seen over the last six weeks, things really move down the, the pipe. First with the Canadian truckers getting their bank accounts frozen. Then with anybody who's got any contact with Russians during the Ukrainian war getting their bank accounts frozen or, you know, whatever else. MasterCard won't do business with them anymore. Swift won't do business with them anymore. Things like that. If they can do that to Russia and they can do that to Canadian truckers, they can do that to you. There's that. Yeah. But but I think think there is getting the mindset. Yeah. Right. That Getting this mindset. The reason I say that is that is why... That that's what's telling us that they are going to control things. Yeah, that's why you need to get, we don't get that's to be why free. you need to get serious is because you can't wait till later on to start looking into this when the the digital currency is starting to come out and you're limited in what you can do. Now's the time to go in, figure out how's it work, I, I think, get comfortable I, I, with I, it, I, and I, start trading right with each other. There's that, but I think there is. Getting past the mental block, right, right, that the world has not changed. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes, yes. Right, you have to dump that you can figure it out. Mm-hmm. You have to dump that it's going to be like yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I know that if we don't start, here's what it is: cryptocurrency is really about your children and your grandchildren thriving. So I know I we, we just lost 75% of the audience because they either don't have them or they don't really well, care. Why, why would that be? Because they don't care about what happens to anyone else. No, 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 no. What, the, the, why, be, because, why is because it Because there are so many childhood. people hodling right now, right? Hmm. So many people that will not take suffering in any shape or form to be free. Uh-huh. They are just going to swallow these CBDC currencies. They don't want to make decisions for themselves, so they're going to get told what to do. And they're not going to get out of the system. So or if no they one wait too no, long and they don't. No, no, they, they just are not going to do it. Hmm. We right. we can see that, right? Right. We've seen that over the last two years. It's so self evident. It's, it's they, they not won't even get debatable. off of Facebook. Well, not even that. But but, if, but because they don't want to go look for the information themselves. Hmm. Okay. They don't want to call you on the phone. 
Hmm. They don't want to call me on the phone. Yeah. They don't want to text me. I call my they, daughter. They, they, they want me to put my information on Facebook so it shows up in their feed if it's important and Facebook right. tells them it is. Right. They don't want to think. This is for your children and grandchildren because they are going to get so locked down in tyranny mm-hmm. that they're going to choose to suffer to get out. Mm-hmm. You have the choice of this may help you survive. It may get them to thriving and you can get involved and start laying that groundwork or you're really going to suffer. And everything's a trade-off, right? Right. And this is a trade-off we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be a part of the group helping to make sure someone has a chance to be free in the future? And by free, we are talking about the freedom to make a choice. Sure. In how you share value, how you be human. Okay. Right? Those are important things. And it's going to take smaller communities, and we have to start thinking that way. Mm-hmm. So, so, so let's go. That that's the why. That's the why. Okay. Right. Let's kind of cover some possibilities. You had some thoughts or questions, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I didn't mean to try and derail you there. No, no, you're fine. Uh, I, this makes me mad. If you can't tell. Yeah, me too. That's why I had to. So we covered the why. We covered. That there's value. How do you how do you get um, how do you get relative value? So say I'm say we start trading in our our local community, right? That relative value between what two things? Because that that well, I'm, that, I'm that going somewhere with this, right? Right. So how do you how do you get the relative value? So say I have say I have my GSD token, right? We created this. This is an SLP token. It technically has no value. But it has value to us because what what did we discover in the barter blanket when we put it out there? Let's step back. Okay. It still has no value. (laughs) You're making it hard. (laughs) (laughs) It's a symbol. I know. Well, so is the dollar. It's okay. At least ours doesn't have a pyramid and an all-seeing eye at the top, but, you know. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. It doesn't have to have value. Uh-huh. You and I just have to agree that my giving you two Satoshis of GSD token mm-hmm. are worth your tomato. Right. Because you can go buy an egg from Steve or compost from Ken. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need value in and of itself. Sure. That's what gives it any value at all. That I can provide my sustenance or you can provide your sustenance and I can get Steve or Ken to also help me towards my sustenance sustenance without having to go do work for you. Because I've only got so many hours in a day. Mm -hmm. I can come turn your compost pile I can go chop Steve's wood. I can't then go over to Ken's and help him work on his car. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. I've only got so many hours. I can only do so much, but I need compost from Ken so that I can grow some of my tomatoes or right. some of my squash to trade for, you know, right. right. And that's what a currency allows to happen. Mm-hmm. By having our own coin, we can hide more or be less obvious to the outside world. Okay. But we could use any of the we could use any of the cryptocurrencies, right? Mm-hmm. We have to 
this is the mindset you really have to grasp is it's about me getting what I need to survive and thrive, not about how many dollars I gave for it now. And see, and that's the point. Or whether One I of gave the dollars. roadblocks that people have is the how do I do this without automatically looking to transfer this back or thinking in my head, transfer it back to fiat or thinking in my head that this is worth X dollars, right? We already proved with our with our uh, GSD token that that is worth one load of compost. That was worth, um, you know, a uh, two mercury dimes. That's worth a uh, bottle of tomatoes sauce, right? Right. Or whatever. Or maybe even get to the point where it's like a ledger and it equals one hour of work if you wanted to do proof of work to some extent, right? So. You, you- you could do the ledger thing, but right. it's already a ledger. Sure. Yeah. And you've complicated the system. Yeah. No, you've complicated the system. Right. That's about dealing with people's perception of fairness. Mm-hmm. But if they can get an egg. Right. They will automatically determine the value of labor. Sure. Put into that, right? That's what people do. You give them a tool to figure out what is fair. They will use it. That's what a ledger is. It is a tool to figure out and equate fairness. And that is what they're looking to do. They don't need all this other stuff. We think we do. And so we overcomplicate. We are too caught in the old system. Mm -hmm. Today is still yesterday. Right. And... This is why we focus so much on community, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have to see it happen in person for yourself. It does something different in your mind. It rearranges the way the whole thing looks, works, and functions because you go, oh. If you go back to like the 1920s, 30s, 40s, 50s. Sure. Sure. Kids gave each other, gave marbles to one <laughs> yeah. another for something, right? Right, right. Well, we go, why would you want a marble? Well, that was a tool for playing a game. Well, it's also... But, 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 but it was what they used. Yeah, but it was also you, you traded for the, the cat's eye marble that was your favorite color or it had a, it, or it really looked cool, right, when you hold it up to the sun. The value came from your own head. Exactly. You told yourself a story about it. Mm-hmm. You created a narrative around, I want the yellow cat's eye because when I hold it to the sun and it gets that little prismy thing, it turns a little green or something, right? Sure, right. Or I want that one that Scott has because that one always wins for Scott and I want to win. Correct, yeah. That is a narrative. Uh-huh. That narrative is what creates the value. If we have to say... One Satoshi of GSD token is worth one hour of labor. That's that narrative part. Okay. But we could, throw, you can throw it just out there and let people create their own story. The more stories that they can each create around what it's worth, what mm-hmm. its value is or what it is, the more valuable it's going to be because it's everybody's thing. Right. Yeah, that's good. I like it. Right? Mm-hmm. So we've got to stop overcomplicating. Because the real goal 
is thriving in the future. And to do that, you got to simplify. You can't complicate, right? You got to go to a smaller community so that you are interacting on a physical basis with people. Yeah, it's got to be face to face because doing but, things but, but, electronics okay, but you know, if you don't drive it down to face to face, then you're dependent on that technology, you're dependent right. on other stuff, right? But but my our little physical community, right? right. And the little physical communities like Shudra in mm-hmm, Australia mm-hmm. doing that. But I could buy a computer program or a meme meme work from Shudra with that coin that I'm using in my local community. Right. If he values it also. Mm-hmm. So this isn't just that. This has the potential to do that kind of interlinking still going forward, meaning there are more freedom-minded people for me to associate with. Sure. Right. Even though I've got my little local community that's taking care of my food and this thing, the other entertainment level stuff, the knowledge. Mm-hmm the understanding anything we can ship through the mail yeah that stuff still works and functions and that's where the real value comes for your 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 children your grandchildren or that generation right Mm -hmm. and we have to start thinking that way and that is the potential that cryptocurrencies have and why people should be investigating looking in and learning about them Thank you for listening to the Thrive in the Future podcast. Check us out on our website, thrivingthefuture.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at thrivingthefute. And come join our community chat on Telegram. It has a link in the website. This podcast was produced by Scott, the Freedom Farmer, freedomfarmer.net.